They're giving so, free Oreos to aliens? Yes. <laughs> That's why there's so many people at the border. Yeah, they read it wrong. <laughs> That's exactly what we need to do right now is give aliens diabetes. From the mountains to the east, to the caves to the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, Wiener. everybody? <laughs> We're 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 using that we're using that take. <laughs> oh, that, that threw me through a loop right there. I forgot what episode we are on. Um, welcome to episode number seventy-four of the Real WTH Show. I am Tommy. Could have done that for sixty-nine. We could have. Yeah, we should have. We we could go back and edit it in. Okay. It's like just random wiener, like just implanted in there somewhere. Um, you are Wilson. How are you doing, my dude? I'm good. A little sore. Doing that chicken coop? I'm doing some training. Oh, that's right. Got some some battle scars on my arms. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not doing the mall Santa stuff anymore. Um, so. Uncle Sam, but... Um, too many people were Uncle Sam, so I switched to Captain America. There you go. This holiday, well, you had that weekend job for a while there, where you were actually testing the the, the you know the fireworks and how close yeah. you could actually get to a firework to where it would burn you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that job only lasted a weekend because you were just like, no, I'm done with that. Yeah. Yeah. Got I mean, burned too many times. I mean, <laughs> everybody. You jobs know what? Now. We ran out of fireworks because China's not making them right now. So. Yeah, I know. Now, now we get the good ones, the ones that aren't duds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, apparently everyone's hiring because I mean they're still looking for that job. I went to Jersey Mike's today for lunch. Mm-hmm. Big sign on the door that says, uh, "Be advised, because of the labor force shortage or something like that, you may have unexpected wait times to get your sandwich." Right. There's that. And I'm like, wait, yeah. like Jersey Mike's pays like, I think it's, they start at like $15 an hour. Yeah. I think they're one of the higher. I don't think we have that out here. Chick-fil-A here starts at $16 an hour. Right. And, and they can't find anybody to work for them. Well, a lot Funny of how they say, oh, nobody can get a job right now. There's right. so many jobs. Well, like the KFC down the street, they have like a, like a, um, one of those signs where they could put like, you know, change it out and say what specials they have. Yeah. And it said, um, that they're doing hi- hiring bonuses. Yeah, these places are begging people to work, and I, I noticed that when I go to a restaurant, um, like certain restaurants, it's like, you know, the food's good and everything, but like the wait staff is not as friendly as they used to be. Yeah, 
because they're doing the work for like five people. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, I guess if I have anything to say to anybody, just be patient with people that are actually working because those people actually want to work. And so if they come across like frustrated, I totally get it because nobody wants to work and help out. And the only way to solve this problem is to stop giving out the money. It'll mm-hmm. force people back into work. Florida's figured it out. And as long as we get, you know, dumb, dumb, you know, handing out the free checks, it's just going to keep happening. Yeah. And, and yes, I would say the same thing if Trump was doing it, I'd be like, dude, we, we you got to stop doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's common sense here. So it's, it's not like a, you know, political bias thing. That's just a common sense thing. But speaking of bias, how, how biased do you think this is? There's a, a study that came out that showed that states that locked down did better economically last year than states that stayed open. States that locked down did better economically? Yeah. How's that possible? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how can a state that doesn't allow people to open their business yeah. do better economically than a state that is allowing businesses to stay open and make money? I think the only thing I think that would make that make sense is the states that close completely California. I think all states complete completely close for a, a short period of time. Yeah. Uh, but states like California that really shut down. Um, I think they might've gotten more money sent to them from the federal government. And that's what they're looking at. Those numbers. Yeah. They didn't really go in depth in it, but it was a study from UCLA. <laughs> Of course. (laughs) (laughs) And it was specifically comparing California between Texas and Florida. Okay. So you got, you you got the two States that people are leaving California for. Yeah. You know, I don't know a lot of people that went to uh, Texas, Texas, Tennessee, Florida, um, Nevada. Now Nevada is bad. Like housing prices have like doubled in Nevada. Because the the demand has gone up, it's because all the people from the Bay Area are moving away. Uh huh. And see they're that. going up there and paying cash. And they're like, my buddy in Tahoe, he was selling his house. He put it on the market. He the next day, he got an offer for thirty thousand dollars over his asking price, cash. Wow. See now, that's the thing. Um, you get people moving out of California, uh, San Francisco specifically. There, that would have me worried for Nevada. Because generally people that live in San Francisco have that liberal mindset. And that's what everybody who are in the other states don't want in their state. Yeah, I forget what it was, but Sislak, whatever the governor's name is in Nevada, it's like Sislak or something. He signed something that I was like, what are you doing? Like the only reason people in Nevada would be okay with that is the people in Las Vegas. And I think Reno, Mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. Everywhere else in Nevada would not have liked this bill that they signed. Well, it's the two bigger cities there. I mean, everybody else, like I think Henderson just outside uh, Vegas is predominant. I think it's, I could be wrong, predominantly like, you know, conservative. But when you're within Vegas, it's more Democrat. And if you look at, I I think it was a map during the election, you could see like all of Nevada was red and it's the two little cities were blue. Yeah. And it, and then, but for some reason, it took the state went blue. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, there was one state that had like two cities that were just like completely 
blue, but like the rest of the state was red and the, and the, the state went to the other guy. It, it was weird. Yeah. Um, but like, did you see uh, what my governor did? I think I heard about it. Your, your brother sent me a message saying, look what your idiot governor, he goes, your, your governor is about as much of an idiot as ours. He he's, he's um, I don't really know what to think about him yet. I mean, he sides with my political view, right? But he's kind of a goober. He's really pushing the vaccinations like bad. Okay. And so he brings his dog out, <laughs> puts him right on he the gives his dog a vaccination. <laughs> that would be awesome. Starts yelping. <laughs> <laughs> um and he's all do it for baby dog if you don't want to do it for me i get it but do it for baby dog it was literally like i was watching like an old cal worthington used car commercial i was like what are you doing right Lashers now with his dog yeah <laughs> and, and so i'm like people that are, aren't going to get the vaccine or that have gotten the vaccine sorry that we're going to get the vaccine have already gotten it i've gotten it yeah we we know how to get it and then, like, of course, there's all those incentives. Like, your dad messaged me, like, you know, you could you could get a gun. Well, you can't. You get put into a raffle of five guns out of this many people who got vaccinated. Your chances of winning it yeah. are very, very slim. And I told your dad, I said, now, if he would have said, if you get vaccinated, you will for sure get a gun. I might be like, you know what? Might do that. Might, might do that. Now, can you throw in a box of ammo with that? Because that's hard to find. Yeah um but did you see what texas did or not texas but a hospital in texas uh uh-uh. just suspended without pay almost 200 healthcare workers at the hospital because they refused to get vaccinated wow well wasn't there like a shortage not that long ago of healthcare workers you know because they were all sick and they're like what are we going to do what are we going to do now if it's their choice to not get vaccinated you know I, I get it. If you're in a hospital, they've now made it a requirement for people. I think maybe this is different. That might have been one of the airlines, but places are now making it a requirement for people to show their vaccination record um, within like two weeks of getting hired. And the I think it's Houston Methodist Hospital or something like that is now they they gave people a deadline to get the vaccine. And the people who didn't, they just suspended them. And then they said after two weeks, it will begin the termination process. Okay, so check this out. I may not confirm or deny that this is my job that did this. <laughs> so while I was on vacation, I get an email or someone got an email. If a good friend of mine got an email. Let's just <laughs> say that. Um, Hi, Charles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that basically said, uh, you know, that because what happens is, is with this specific employer, if uh, you get uh, COVID, you get two weeks paid quarantine time. If if a family member gets uh, COVID and you don't have it, you're not getting paid. You just got to quarantine. So what they said was when uh, by August 1st, if you have, they're, they're, they're getting rid of that two weeks pay thing if you go into quarantine, right? With or without the vaccination. So if I got the vaccination, and I ended up getting COVID in August, then I would not get paid. If I would, if I don't get the vaccination and I get COVID in August, I still don't get paid. So I'm like, so why get the vaccination? Yeah. What is the point? So my friend who has this job is questioning why this is a policy. <laughs> yeah. You know, so and it may or may not have been Charles. It may or may not have been me. Um, 
it, it could be free delay for all you know. I'm not going to confirm nor deny it. <laughs> well, speaking of pandemics, oh, yeah. let's get into our world famous uh, pandemic like segment. Cheers. I went on my anniversary trip last week. Um, I got you. We, we've already talked. We've talked about this before the show. I got you a beer. You did, but and I'm not trying it today. You're not trying it today. Got to find a way to mail it um, and not get, you know, put on some flight watch list. Or I don't something. get it because Chris, whenever he comes from Germany, he brings beer with him from there, like on the flight. What's, yeah. What's the difference between that and me? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that Chris? Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, There's so. One line in the movie. So I, I, I did get it for you. Um, we will, like you said, we're not going to be reviewing it tonight, but you have a surprise coming your way eventually someday. Um, but today, instead of Tommy's anniversary beer, um, I have a new brewery. I don't think I've ever tried anything from this one before. I've never even heard of it. Me neither. Um, but I think I talked about it last week. I went to whole foods and they have quite the single beer selection there. Um, and you buy six of them and you get like 15% off or something. So this beer, I can actually give you the price of this beer per can. This is a $4.99 bottle right here. So is, is that, is that pretty expensive? No, that's not bad. I mean, that, I mean, it's, it's a 16 ounce can. So that's like going to a brewery and getting a beer. Some, most beers, I mean, Thin line even has some beers that are six dollars if you go there, you know. You know, that makes sense because I think the one that I bought <laughs> you, this is just a 12 ounce can. I think it was five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, this that's... isn't bad. And then I got a percentage off for buying six different kinds of beers. I didn't have to get the same kind, you know. Um, but this one is called Hammer Smashed Centennial IPA. And it has it, a cool it actually cover says, too. It actually says smash IPA, which I have no idea what that means. They smash it. Oh, hold on. This label. Hold, even... hold, hold on. Hold on. What's it called? Dang it. Smash IPA. Smash, smash, smash. Where was I on that one? <laughs> you can you can edit that to make it sound like. Flawless. Yeah. Oh, you, did, you yeah, know I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, But this one says Oakland made. So this this is from Ghost Town Brewing. And they're out of Oakland. Um, the label actually says who the art is by on the label. Oh, that's it's cool. By, yeah, it's by Sam Heimer. But it looks pretty cool. It's got like I don't, I don't, I don't know, like a. It's got a skull and some hops and vines and stuff like that, and the skull's all smashed, and it, there's a hammer in there. It almost reminds me of like a Metallica cover. Yeah, something like that, or I don't know, maybe some cheesy like sci-fi horror type movie, you know? Yeah, with the writing there. Yeah, I mean, kind of, kind of we like we already opened one, but yeah, kind of like the Blob or Aliens yeah. Attack, like like that. Yeah. Um, if you ever played the video game, um, oh um, my gosh, what's that game um, that I have where you're an alien? Um. Destroy all humans. Destroy all humans. How it looks kind of cartoony. Yeah. It kind of what the writing looks that's like. That's what the writing bit. looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cartoonish. While you're taking a sip, I'm going to pull it up and I am, or hello, um, untapped to compare your notes. Hmm. 
I really need to remember to bring a glass. So what are you tasting? Very smooth. It's very smooth. The picture says you're not in a glass. The picture is it looks kind of clear. It's not hazy. It's not dark at all. No, it looks like this. Okay. It's saying uh, citrus, hoppy, dank, watery, and lime. I wouldn't call it too dank. I've I've definitely had dankier beers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very smooth. You get a little bit of the citrus in there, but not too much. It's got a little bit of everything. I think not not the best IPA I've ever had, but not a bad one. Right. This this one I would probably push towards a three point seven five. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people put on here that they bought it at Whole Foods, just like you. Um, this person's. You know, let's go four. Okay. We could change it. You're allowed to do that. That that sip tasted a little better. Um, this person says, uh, "Disappeared out of my can way too fast." Yes, it's that good. Strangely orange hints up front, then just yeah. a good old hoppy blast for sips five through the end. I don't um, taste. I've definitely had hoppier beers. That's for sure. But this is very smooth. Goes down easy. Yeah, I do like the artwork though. I'd love to see uh, what other stuff they have because it seems like they. You know, like you said, I, the, saw, I actually might have another one from there. Is okay. there one like pink boot dust or something like that? Um, <laughs> they have one called nose goblin. <laughs> uh, I'm not seeing the pink one on here. I forget where that one's from. Um, oh, actually, that might be like a bike dog or something like that. They they, they do have um, some cool. I names. thought I, I thought I got. Two of the beers I got were from the same place. I love the names of these. Um, this one's called Donner Party Animal. Mm. <laughs> they have some cool names on, on some of these. Um, put a drop of blood in each beer. Yeah. Oh, I guess there was a bunch of different hammered smashed. There's a hammer smash Citra. Oh, so, so it just talks about the hops. So there's probably a lot of centennial. Yeah, hops in th- there, there's a hammer smash mosaic. Let me see if there's a hammer smash simcoe yeah looks like they 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 have like uh kind of like how um thin line does their um their candy crush oh they yeah have the different flavors that's what it seems like it's not bad i like it yeah that's good stuff right there so 4.0 yeah check them out though that, that's a it's in oakland um so and it says microbrewery so i'm Assuming you could visit it, and then of course everyone here is saying they bought it at Whole Foods. So if you have a Whole yeah, Foods, I, I won't um, visit it. Yeah, <laughs> what happened last time you were in Oakland? Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, last time I was in Oakland, oh, that was like I don't know, two years ago. Oh, yeah, it was longer than that. No, it's two. No, it's two. You're right because we we had Coming a few up ep- on two. Yeah, a few episodes after that. Yeah, actually, I cried. Two, like two more weeks. It'll be yeah. two. I yeah. still gotta I still gotta look into that and figure out like what's been done with that. <laughs> kind of us forgot about it. Yeah. So cool. Well, I was actually gonna um, you know, drink your beer I bought for you tonight. Uh, but I wouldn't rate it high. So I don't think it would do it any justice. It wouldn't do it. I would just say, oh, it's horrible. Like you said, I'm not I wouldn't be the best person to judge it. But yeah. what what but what is a pilsner? Pilsner, some German style. Hold on, let's look it up. Is that something you would drink? I mean, you, I know you said you would drink anything, but I was just saying, like, 
Pilsner is a type of pale lager. It takes its name from Bohemian City. Oh, yeah. Of Pilsen. Bohemian Rap City. Where it was first produced in 1842 by Bavarian brewer Josef Grohl. I remember my first beer. The world's first pale lager. The original Pilsner Urquell is still produced there today. Hmm. Well, I hope hope you like it because if I could get this thing out to you, I'll I'll get you many more and send you some from uh, the different breweries. That brewery I was telling you about at White Sulphur Springs, um, it looks like it's about ready to open. I drove by it today and there's actual seats in there. And so I was going to go have some dinner there and see if they actually brew their own stuff, which would be kind of cool. Uh, and then today, I think I've already... I think I've actually uh, done this one before. The strawberry cucumber aha water. I think oh, I've done yeah. this one before. This was this is a classic. It's hot. It's humid here. This thing just washes it down. I, I mean, I went and mowed my yard the other night, like at seven at night. This is always good. Um, I can't remember what I rated this one, but I rate, rate this one fairly high all the time. So, with that, take it over, Bobby. It's clean. It's cold. Now that's what I call high quality tools. Yeah. So um, we're going to do a couple different cheers. So let's start with your cheers because, uh, you know, someone kind of forgot about it. Who's pretty important in America, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, so our last step, I guess we could have done it last episode, too. Yeah. Well, that was after it, like, Memorial happened Day. Right, it happened we, right the in the whole middle. week. But we, we did. We did. We did do the other, you know, we, I think we, the last episode we did, uh, we did another one for Glenn and my buddy, Josh. Yeah. And we could have, we could have done this as well. Um, I, I think, I think we wanted to be more specific with last week. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. um, but June 6th was D day and it was the 77 years ago. What was that? Four days ago. So that would have been Monday. Maybe. Sunday or Monday. Sure. I forget. Um, Sunday. But D-Day, where we stormed the beaches, lost a lot of lives. Um, but it ended up being a win in the mm-hmm. end, you know? And uh, just want to recognize all those people that gave their lives because what they did back then has affected us now, today. Who knows what would have happened if we hadn't have won that war. Um, so... We'll right. give a good cheers to all those Heck men yeah. who lost their lives and women too. I'm sure there are some women there, but and and that's the thing. Like <laughs> I, I always go back to two things: uh, the very beginning of Saving Private Ryan, and uh, that what was it? it? It was Medal of Honor. Yeah, the, the, that line. game. Was it Frontline? Yeah, Frontline. I and so. I always remember, like, dude, I couldn't even imagine being in that little boat that they that they're all like being transported in. And right when that gate goes down, dude, like, yeah. And what's funny, not funny, but that's real men right there that no, some of those guys knew there were, there was death was going to happen right in front of them, if not themselves. And now we got guys who are just, if you follow Aubrey Huff, you know where I'm going with this <laughs> um, guys that are just so like wimpy. And yeah. it's like, this is, these were real men of our time. 
and I saw something today that said, uh, if you, how was it? If you are going to uh, take a knee for the flag, cut off your legs and give them to the vet who lost there. So he could stand in your place. Yeah. And I'm like, you really think about that's super powerful, man. Like, and you know, it, it it's the, um, largest seaborne invasion in history is what it says right here on on the old interwebs um but man it's it's one of those invasions too and military things that anytime it's on tv no matter what it is i'll stop and watch it because i i find it so interesting and like i like i was talking about that movie i watched um with tom hanks greyhound and just the fear that these guys are feeling and a lot of these guys were like young 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 guys and it's just i had a friend who actually went over there and you could actually walk on the beach and it just knowing what happened there it's just gotta be so eerie like when you went to auschwitz yeah uh, that's just gotta be such an eerie feeling knowing where you're at i wonder if they would let you like metal metal detect out there i don't know well i don't know how they how they work out there because here they'd probably make it like a state park. Like all of our civil war battlefields here are state parks and you can't metal detect out there. Um, but I don't know what they do out there. Um, that would be interesting. I'm sure. You, I mean, I would, I would even do it just to find stuff and like give it to the museum or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I just want to see what's out there. Yeah. And then I was talking today to one of my buddies about, you know, the Marin County side of the golden gate bridge. You have all the war batteries that are up there too. And just, uh, it, it kind of, even though that you're not over there in Normandy and Omaha beach and stuff, but you just kind of have the feeling of when you're in that war battery, looking down at the beach, now you have the other perspective. Yeah. Of, and it, it, it's just, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. But, um, apparently, uh, you know, the POTUS forgot about it. Yeah. You know, then try playing it off that he, that he, you know, didn't forget, but you know, that's, that's who uh, we didn't like. Kind of like, you know, somebody saying, have a good long weekend. Yeah. Have a good long weekend, guys. Have fun. <laughs> um, that woman. Um, so, yeah, of course, you know, like you said, thank you to all those men and women who uh, gave up so much during the, during D-Day. That's just, uh, that's just crazy. I, I got to watch Saving Private Ryan again. It's such a great movie. It's sad, but it's good. Um, I always remember the scene of the guy walking around, aimlessly looking around, holding his arm. Yeah. He's like, like, just in shock. I'm like, dude, oh, man. Um, so this hit the new, this is, that was your cheer. Well, that was our cheers. Um, yeah. But this one right here uh, came across the, uh, the web on uh, May 20th. This is from, I think, NBC News. Um, out in my area, I think. No, just NBC News. Um, it says a decorated sheriff's deputy in Virginia is being praised for acting quickly again to save a person trapped in a potentially life-threatening situation. I said on May 7th, Deputy Jay Holt with the Gloucester. I think it's, I think that's how you pronounce it. G-L-O-U-C-E-S-T-E-R or Gloucester, whatever. County Sheriff's Office responded to a report of an overturned automobile with an entrapment. The driver was laying underneath the vehicle with her head pinned by the sunroof. Um, and then they, there's a video of it and it says it has some graphic images. 
uh, it says, seeing the trauma her child was witnessing, Deputy Jay Holt went into overdrive through sheer will and determination due to fearing the female may succumb to her uh, circumstance in front of her panic-stricken child. Deputy Jay Holt took quick action and was able to physically lift the vehicle up enough for the female driver, um, it doesn't say female driver, it says for the driver to maneuver her head out of safety or out to safety. And it says in the video, Holt slides up to the vehicle and can be heard straining vigorously as the video goes blank from the camera pressing up against the surface. Um, and it says, mom, try to get out. The voice of the child shouts. Um, and then it says, uh, Holt continues to strain. Can you slide anything, ma'am? Is your head clear? And then the video ends. Um, and it says that uh, Deputy Holt recently was awarded local and regional top cop awards for rescuing two people from a burning home in March 2020. And it says, uh, according to the statement from the Virginia State Police, the car's driver was later charged for driving under the influence, driving while using a cell phone, driving without inspection. Um, and we have inspections out here. So it's kind of like a, a smog check, but it's not as strenuous. Oh. Um, um, I don't think they do emissions. Um, and it's like not as much. Um, and with a hit and run, allegedly involving an incident that was reported just before her 2012 Kia Sorento drove off the road and overturned. Um, and then it said uh, they didn't respond to what the women's injuries were, um, but it says it, it didn't seem to be life-threatening. But that dude's a stud um, going in overdrive, that adrenaline kicking in, lifting that, everything. Like mama bear strength. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the, the mom should be in trouble. It, she was doing all those things. Um, I hope she learned a lesson because it yeah. says here that her daughter was saying something. That means she was doing all that with her kid in the car. Yeah. Which, you know, really makes me mad. Um, but I'm hoping that this was a wake up call for her. Hopefully. Um, probably not, but I'm hoping it is. So um, everybody, um, all the men and women who fought and, and died in during the Normandy invasion, D-Day, Omaha Beach, all that. And um, Deputy Jay Holt, we're going to give you the real WTH cheers. 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 All right. So we have kind of a crazy um, show today. And I'm just going to, um, after, I've been reading a book. And we talked a little bit about this um, before the show, Wilson, uh, called The Harbinger. It's You're one of those. You're reading one book right now. Well, I'm. I'm I'm, I've already read it. <laughs> I'm all caught up. Um, but it, it's basically, um, what do they call it? Numerology. Um, where uh, sure. every, numbers line up with certain things. And I mean, this is not what we're really talking about, but it, it got me into the, like last show, we were talking about the rock formations and just weird, um, different little things. And uh, I was like, I texted you. Somebody I said, went down a rabbit hole. I went down a few. Um, and so I said, I sent you a little bit of homework and said, Wilson, I need you to come up with, um, something for the show. Cause I think we're going to do a, a show on a, on a bunch of different little ones, but this, um, show is basically going to be an entire show of the real WTH show presents earthly oddities. And yours might be out of this earthly well so. we could do the earthly one too oh no we're 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 wait you have an earthly one too same thing but with earth oh yeah yeah 
Yeah. Is that to, does it have to do with King Kong? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but but I'll start here with, with kind of a fun one that kind of came across uh, the 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 internet. Um, it says Oreo offers free cookies to aliens. Um, so basically, uh, I now identify as an alien. <laughs> well, the Java chip. <laughs> um, but we, we were talking about last episode how uh, you know there was that that ship that the the Pentagon or the Navy saw out in the ocean disappeared. I guess a lot of people were like super excited about. It. They're like, "This is it. We 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 got aliens." But they're saying, "No, we have UFOs." <laughs> um, yeah. It was and so, unexplained. They were unable to explain it. Right. And the report was extremely redacted. Yeah, like black, black, so now black, you, black, black. Yeah, so now you have all the conspiracy theorists going, oh, see, they just keep redacting this. That means there are aliens. So they're saying, yes, we've made contact with them and letting the world go into a panic. Right. So Oreo is like getting in on the fun. Mm-hmm. They decided to make an offering to any extraterrestrial creatures visiting the planet. This is from Fox Business. They're giving so- free Oreos to aliens? Yes. <laughs> that's why there's so many people at the border yeah they read it wrong <laughs> that's exactly what we need to do right now is give aliens diabetes yeah. the aliens can now they're all slender they walk what walk get, get zoom back up into their spaceship they look like me have you seen the good place oh, yeah with with uh what's her name Be- oh, dak shepherd's wife right Kristen bell yeah did you see the episode where she was house sitting and taking care of that dog? I I've seen the whole the whole thing. It's been a while because it's I, I watched the whole the whole series. Um, well, she was she was watching that house to take care of the dog and everything, and her friend came over and said, "Oh, I got Rihanna tickets," but it was like two days before she was supposed to like not house sit anymore. So she like left out different bowls of food for the dog said okay this one's for tonight this one's for in the morning this one's for tomorrow night and then she's like oh wait hold on and she goes and opens the bag and leaves it open she's like this is in case of emergencies and then leaves and she sees the lady like a week later or something and she, the lady's wheeling the dog around in like a red wagon it's like 400 pounds now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that show's actually kind of funny yeah um I like how like what the we, fork exactly as well as how we, she goes to cuss. She goes, "Are you forking? Kidding me?" She goes, "I can't cuss here." He's like, "Well, you're Why in the can good I place." Say fork, yeah. Um, but I guess Oreo was having fun with it. They said they're going to give them all free Oreos, and then uh, they I guess they made like a big old crop circle um out in uh, Kansas City somewhere it or looks Kansas like an Oreo. It, it just says it's just the Oreo logo, and it looks like they should have done it in Iowa. They should have. Oh. If you if you build it, they will come. All yeah. the, it's like signs. Everybody just lands there. Dude, crop circles, man. Yeah, that my eyes are open now. Yeah, if, if you uh that three parter, is it three? I think it, they turned it into four. On astonishing legends on crop circles, that is interesting because like I think we talked a couple episodes ago. It's not just America. It was actually a lot it, of most of Stonehenge. it. Stonehenge. Yeah, Europe. Yeah, and, it, uh, like Great Britain area. Yeah. So, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Oreo getting on the bandwagon. Why not? I mean, hey, it's smart. They got a free advertisement out of it. I mean, yeah. Like, Everybody's like, reposting that. Look what Oreo's doing. Like and they these need... are all the flavors they're going to offer to the aliens. Yeah. They're going to offer them like the peeps version. Ugh. 
the, like the ones that get staled out in the back room i'm kind of i'm kind of <laughs> excited for the fourth of july ones i hope they bring them back the, the firework ones where they put pop rocks in the frosting oh, yeah i don't remember that yeah those were good oh, i, didn't I actually that. i have some they're a new flavor uh frosted strawberry donut flavor diabetes <laughs> diabetes yeah diabetes Di- diabetes yeah i actually got some uh uh just regular oreos the other day the little minis um and we just crushed them up and put them in some ice cream it's always good because oh. you know how you get, like, get like the cookies and cream and it has oreos oh. in it but they're like soggy yeah we want a crunch baby we want a crunch i think it, it would have been great to throw some of those java chip ones in there you know what's funny about that? I bought some. I think I sent you the picture of it. Yeah, and my, I gave one to my wife. Well, Wilson got these, and he says they're really good. And 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 I and she she goes, I don't really like those. They're not that good. I'm like, all right. And then um, I'm I'll, I'll eat them then. And so I'll eat like you know two or three at a time. And then I came back and two or like, three sleeves at a time. Heck yes. Then I come back and they're like more missing. I'm like, huh? Huh? And then I come back weird. again. There's more missing. I'm like, thought you didn't like them. And she just kind of looked at me. She's like, don't look at me like that. I'm all fail. <laughs> so it was funny i ate some of those strawberry ones because my wife doesn't like them and um she's like are you done eating your oreos and i was like yeah she's all how many did you have and i was like one and a half she goes no you didn't i said sleeves yeah <laughs> dude it's it's bad like <laughs> uh, i i've gotten that before and I'll i'll buy like a pack at one of my first stops and by the end of the day, I'll have like one sleeve left. And that's on a good day. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I cannot be doing this. But hey, you know what? I drink sugar-free drinks, right? That counts yeah, for something. It cancels it out. <laughs> um, but there's so many different flavors. Um, good stuff. Have you heard of this thing called, let's see if I could pronounce it right. The anti-kythera mechanism. Yes. You have. Yes. You're I don't lying. remember what it was, but I've heard the, the word before. I have a feeling you're lying to me right now because you smiled when you said it. Let me look. Hold on. Let me look at it really quick. Anti. Kythera. So K-Y. <laughs> uh, thera. T-H-E-R-A. Mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the old computer, correct? Kind of. Um, it says, uh, where is it? Okay. Researchers present what they, they learn now that they can read the tiny text inside the antikythera mechanism. And this is from uh, bigthink.com. And it basically says, uh, though it seemed to be just a corroded lump of some sort of some sort of when it was found in a shipwreck off the coast of Greece near antikythera in 1900 in Oh, in anti or in 1900, in 1902, archaeologist Valer, Valerio Stace, looking at the gear embedded in it, guessed that what we would we would now call the antikythera mechanism was some kind of astronomy-based clock. He was in the minority. Most agreed that something so sophisticated must have, must have entered the wreck long after its other 2,000-year-old artifacts. Nothing like it is believed to have existed until 1,500 years later. So basically, it looks like um, to me, it looks like if you were to like cut like a alternator or something in half, and then it's yeah. like it rusted and stuff. But when they found this in the shipwreck, it was this wouldn't have been invented during that time. 
they're wondering how it got there. So people were thinking like, you know, this is some sort of advanced technology in the past. Um, then it says in 1951, British historian Derek J. De Sol Price, dude, just go Derek Price, man. I don't need to go all of your different names. Began studying the find. Um, Brother of David Price. Yeah. Incredible uh, picture. Baseball, great. Um, studied to find, and by 1974, he had worked out that that it was, in fact, a device from um, 150 to 100 BC Greece. He realized that it used meshing bronze gears connected to a crank to move hands on the device's face in accordance with the metonic cycle, which is the 235-month pattern that ancient astronomers used to predict eclipses. By 2009, modern imaging technology had identified all 30 of the anti-Kythera mechanisms gears in a virtual model of it was released. So there's kind of like a like a reconstruction. They plugged it into a computer. Yeah, well, they kind of recreated it, I guess you would say. But Remade. on a computer, not right, not like recreated the object. Right. Um, it says understanding how the pieces fit together confirmed that the anti-Kythera mechanism was capable of predicting the positions of the planets. Uh, with which the Greeks were familiar, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, as well as the sun and moon and eclipses. It even has a black and white stone that turns to show the phases of the moon. Andrew Carroll, an engineer from Apple, built a much bigger working model of the device using Legos to demonstrate its operation. Uh, again, you could go to bigthink.com. You could look at it. It, it doesn't look like Legos. It's, it looks like um, connects looks like almost. A... Oh, I don't see that one. You gotta scroll down. 2016. I see what looks like a box, a gold box. Looks like a record player almost. No, like a gold box. Yeah. Are you at bigthink.com? No, I'm. I'm looking at. Think these are some of the like computer generated ones. Oh, okay. It says in June 2016, an international team of experts revealed new information derived from tiny inscriptions on devices parts in ancient Greek that had been too tiny to read. Some of its characters are just one twentieth of an inch wide until cutting uh, Im edge imaging technology allowed it to be more clearly seen. Now they've, they've now read about 3,500 characters explaining the device, which I have a question though. I don't know how you would get uh, in the past writing that small and that accurate. That's the only thing that's confusing for me. Paraminides knew how to do it. What is that? That's the guy who invented it. Why are you yelling at me? I don't see that on my list. But I don't know how you write so small. Maybe he was a little guy. Maybe. Little dude. He's an the... angry elf. <laughs> the... <laughs> the writing verifies the anti-Kythera mechanism's capabilities with a couple of new wrinkles added. The text refers to upcoming eclipses by color, which may mean they were viewed as having some kind of ocular or auricular meaning. Uh, second is... It appears the device was built by more than one person on the island of Rhodes. Rhodes? Rhodes? <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't say that word. Rhodes. 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 That's a total weird word, isn't it? Um, and it probably wasn't one of, wasn't the only one of its kind. The ancient Greeks were apparently even well, further. Why haven't we found more? Right. Um, you know, apparently they're on ships. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they're doing these tests out in the ocean because there's no obstruction with viewing, no trees and all that. Yeah. Or maybe that's the only way they could keep this sort of uh, not technology, yeah, technology even private. 
out in the middle of nowhere because you know you're not going to get spied on in the middle of the ocean but that's pretty cool though i mean i I love like early technology things like 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 those uh just like uh what are they called like sun sundials like how they used to tell time back in the day that stuff's kind of cool and like how how far we've come but when i see stuff like this like gears and stuff i'm like man because i've always thought to myself if the world say i was the last man on earth i wouldn't know how to recreate a computer i wouldn't know how to make half the things that i'm that you know that we use today so people come up like the 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 mind that comes up with these things is just amazing to me but like i said it, it did say that it looks like it was a you know constructed for more for more than one person um, but you're right though. I don't know why there's not more. Seems like there would be. Yeah. Um, but I know like we have our different ways of telling things now, but it's always good to s- go back and seeing how they did it back in the day. Yeah. But they were able to detect stuff like decades in advance with this thing. Yeah. Which That's is cool. Crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny. Like I'm looking at like my weather app today and I mean, our weather out here is weird, dude. Like it's sunny one minute and the next, you know, it's a torrential downpour with a flood advisory. I can't keep up. Um, and then like I, back in California, I always complain because Mark Finan always got it wrong. You know, I'm like, it's going to rain. And like our meteorologists and stuff were like, you know, all over the place, but then we have like a farmer's almanac, you know, <laughs> yeah. these, and I'm like, and some of the, 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 the old school way of thinking seemed like it was so much better to me more accurate yeah and then with, with the technology it's just kind of funny because i feel like we we let technology get in the way a lot of the time yeah um and charles charles says this thing uh when we, him and i were working there he would say look at the sunrise see how it's like bright red i go yeah he goes we're gonna have a storm coming in a few days watch yep and sure as red. heck dude a couple of days later it was storming i'm like wow red in the morning yep sailor it, take warning is that a saying? Red at night sailor's delight <laughs> where do you hear that that's a saying it's always been a saying no it's not and you're all it is now <laughs> okay i'll take credit for that one. i thought you were playing assassin's creed black flag or something yeah they say it on there too do they because i just got that game for ps3 i was playing it in my room last night it's kind of fun it somewhere i don't know, I don't know it's a good it game is. dude it's a good game um i'm actually surprised you heard of that i, I was kind of bummed i thought that would have been new to you. Hmm. Whatever. Nope. So you have something. I do. You've said you did. What do you what do you want to talk about? You want to stick to earth or do you want to take it a little a little further? Let's stick with oddities. Well, they're both odd. You know what? The other the one that's further is more has more let's see, not more evidence. But it it has more juice behind it, I guess, to make it more believable. Okay. 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 So um, a lot of people have probably heard of this, but there's a theory called the hollow moon theory. Or, I mean, you can go with hollow moon or you can go with no moon theory. Um, no moon? Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. Like, um, originally you would look at um, 
people say if you go with the the no moon theory people say that someone is projecting a hologram of the moon in the sky every night like the truman show but not and it's not yeah it's not really there but it's there to cover some type of spaceship or something like that instead the death star exactly um but then you can go with hollow hollow moon theory um you look at that and uh something i forget i think it's apollo like 18 or something like that they crash their lunar lander onto the moon right so the one they made the movie uh, out of like not not apollo 13 but the, it was like the horror movie where it's found footage film was that possibly, apollo 18 possibly i can't remember one of them it, it crashed like the lunar lander on the moon and when it crashed the moon rang like a bell like rang hmm. you, you can look this up and it rang for over an hour wow yeah so that tells you right there that like there's something different at least i mean you crash something into earth it doesn't ring you know you'll hear a thump or a, a explosion you know but it goes away right? right the moon boom and it just kept going for over an hour i was thinking if you crash it, it would sound like this it's a kapuya, kapuya. exactly um i don't over an to- hour I didn't, I was trying to like prepare myself for this, but I was, you know, working on the chicken coop and stuff. So I didn't have a lot of time to like print anything out. Um, but there, there's so many different things that go into this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want to get a good like idea of this theory, like episode three of Chiluminati. Okay. They do job cover. They call it cover hollow uh, moon first. And then I think like episode six, they do hollow earth which is another great one, which actually began from, I think his name is Edward Haley. You know who that is? Why does that sound familiar? Is he the one that climbed um, Mount Everest? Nope. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Hillary. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, this is the guy that Haley's Comet is named after. Okay. I, I, so it was like back, back in the 1500s is where this came from. So uh, he's, a, he's a very well-educated type guy you know um he he has a lot of accolades that you can look up and see about him like he's been educated be through like uh colleges and then he also like studied under certain people so he's got a good list of credentials right what really like made hollow earth theory take off was a guy there's a statue of him in ohio i forget his name though but this guy, his credentials are, he was a, he had a, oh, what they call it, in a well-learned English education or something like that. That's, that's his only accolades. And at the time when he came up with this theory, his uh, trader business was failing and um, there's something else going on in his life. But he was basically a failure. But then he said, I would swear on my mother's grave that the earth is hollow and I'm going to prove it. Captain John Cleves Symes? Sims? I don't think so. Is he from Ohio? Yeah. Hollow Earth Monument in Hamilton, Ohio. Ohio. Yep. The oddest public memorials in the U.S. It marks the gravesite of Captain John Cleves Symes, yep. a hero of War of 1812, who later announced... His, his body is actually underneath that statue. Okay. That was, that was hollow with giant holes at the North and South Poles. Mm-hmm. wonder how far away um, 
that is um from me oh the, so the, oh his statue on the top is a donut looks like a donut with a hole in the middle yeah but if you look up his background mm-hmm. he was a, he was a loser basically and somehow he is credited with the hollow earth theory even yeah. more than than haley which in in the beginning haley didn't say like hey the earth is hollow and there's a whole like ecosystem inside where things are living and stuff like that like in godzilla that, yeah he said i think that the earth could be hollow inside there could be organisms down there that live down there and can't live up here but he just put this hypothesis out there that said hey i think i think it could be like this but this guy took it to the extreme and he went into like there's a whole uh like paradise underneath the earth kind of reminds me a little bit of uh um what's that movie the abyss a little bit where you get like down so far down in the ocean it's kind of like a whole different ecosystem and then even in the movie the meg they kind of touch on that in the beginning that there's this or land of the lost you, well you, right I'm, i was thinking of more cool movies um the one with <laughs> will ferrell i don't like that guy love that um, movie but you know you have like in the meg you had that layer of ocean water where it was cold and they warm th- where they thought that it was they thought it was the, the ocean floor, floor. Yeah. yeah but it's a, it's it's a continuation of the ocean just a different uh temperature of water yeah um different organisms different life lived down there that's interesting so so haley's theory was there was like the crust of the earth there was a space in between then another layer an atmosphere in between that another layer an atmosphere there and then the core i think okay so like three layers in a core and then i think the other guy ended up saying that there's like seven layers or something like that to the earth Mm -hmm. it's only uh 212 miles from me that um should go there and take a picture with the statue i might be able to do it when i go up and take a look at the mothman because that's on the ohio border of oh yeah so i might have just added a new thing to my list my wife's gonna be like why are we taking a picture of a donut (laughs) (laughs) i'm like donuts do you say why i say why not yeah (laughs) you know um no that's Remember interesting that picture of the giant ball of yarn we got on the way here yep she'll yeah, know i'm all exact i'm all yeah because we were driving at night yeah i don't remember it either i'm making up <laughs> for it right now we're getting a picture of a of a miniature a giant miniature donut that'd be so weird exciting if, if under the earth there was a big donut <sighs> homer simpson would be really happy i'd be really chocolate happy. <laughs> um it's weird. I guess that guy, that Captain uh, John Cleves Symes, yeah. uh, his family was uh, uh, very prominent. It says one of John's cousins, Anna, would marry President William Henry Harrison. Yeah, his family did really well. He sucked. Yeah. It says he was a very famous person for his crazy ideas. The rest of them were just people. Yep. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Sometimes those crazy, those crazy um, people like the the odd ones are the most interesting to me yeah i think there that's why there's less credibility with the hollow earth theory than there is with the hollow moon because i mean there's something like like the moon ringing like what does that 
Right. It could be something to do with what the moon's made out of and stuff like that. And then they talked about the the moon could be a chunk of the earth that got blasted off when it got hit by like a meteorite or something. But then none of the same types of materials are found on the moon that are found on earth. Right. Um, and then some people say, you know, the moon landings were all faked, which uh, what's his name? Sibril. Sure. Sibril. He, he did. He did some documentaries. Some um, I think one of them was called a, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon or something like that. And then the other one was astronauts gone wild, yes, baby girl. which was a follow up to it. But in one of them, he goes and he, he, he gets interviews with different astronauts and he tries to get them to swear on the, he brings out a Bible and he's like, swear on the Bible that you is this the guy the that did the, th- is this the guy that did the thing with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Buzz Aldrin and Buzz Aldrin punched him. Yes. Okay. I know who you're talking about. The video that's funny. a great video where yeah, he's, he's like you're a coward and a liar and aldrin's like all right just oh, just this old dude me. just laying waste to that yeah. dude it was awesome <laughs> yeah yeah um i mean also if you really think about it too like if people are i mean i i don't really believe in that or this but you know you, people are saying that the moon was part of earth and got blasted out into space and but why can't you find the same particles or whatever on earth and on and the moon but here's the thing though like have yeah. you ever like seen what something looks like when you pour like um liquid nitrogen over it? it like completely like disintegrates it and like changes its molecular structure and so when something is no longer in that earth's axis and it you know is in a perfect rotation with the sun and it goes just a slight degree outside it freezes its molecular structure yeah. can completely change and uh, unrecognizable Dude, so, the the crazy one though is the hollow sun theory because some people are like like uh, if it, it and there's a lot of weird coincidences that happen with this because the moon is like one four hundredth the size of the sun right the moon is exactly one four hundredth of the way from the earth to the sun and then there's some number that's like it, it must be like the diameter of the moon or something like that if you divide it by a certain number it this one number like 23.7 or something like that just keeps popping up everywhere it's yeah. weird because it's like this exact almost scientific way of looking at everything like how the moon completely can cover the sun during a total eclipse because mm-hmm. of the size it is and where it where it is in relation between the earth and the sun right yeah i mean that's what i was talking about earlier with the harbinger certain things line up numbers line up it's kind of like the movie knowing or the number 13 yeah. it's like things keep and it's just these strange coincidences like if the earth's axis was tilted just a degree different we'd fly off of it yeah and or if the poles were reversed, I mean, just we would, you know, it's it just everything would be d- different. I mean, if you watch a movie 2012, they're all thought we were in China. They're all we are, but it's all ice and frozen. Yeah. They weren't used to that because they're like, you know, everything shifted. Um, the, the, a lot of people, um, I think you, I think you were the one. Uh, we were doing a study a long time ago when you and I worked for Loomis. There's this um, Christian, um, um I, the guy that worked for discovery i don't know if he worked for discovery but no 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 not not um 
uh, Lee Strobel. Uh, his name is Rob Bell. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. He, he, I went and saw him speak at the Crest Theater in Sacramento many, many, many years ago. And I think this thing was called Everything is Spiritual. And he was talking about basically, um, it, my head was hurting after hearing him talk, but he was basically saying like the book of Genesis is written as a poem. Like the things that were created on day number one matched with the, the creatures that were on day number four, two, five, three, six. It was like completely like as a, it was poetic. And he was talking about um, string theory and all these different things and how uh, certain things line up and like different dials and knobs. And like, if in, in a lot, kind of a lot of it, like in the book, the harbinger, you know, like uh, just to give you an, an example, the harbinger uh, talks about Isaiah nine ten, which is um, basically, if, if I remember correctly, it's kind of like a book of judgment and uh, talking about uh, the bricks will fall. You will, uh, the sycamore will basically get destroyed and be replaced by cedars. So what happened on 9-11 is yeah. the bricks fell, sycamore got destroyed. They replanted it with a cedar tree. Yeah. Um, and the, the even more odd thing is, is, you know, Isaiah, that was Isaiah 9-10. What comes after that? Isaiah 9-11. All these things match up and my brain is just like hurting. I'm like, like, I'm sitting here like trying to do my own research on it just to make sure this is all lining up. Cause I'm like, I, I just don't take one's word for it. I got to look at my, like, man, this is, this is all lining up. This is weird. It, it's, it's kind of scary, but awesome at the same time. But like what you said, like how the moon, it's distance from the earth and the sun. If it was closer to the sun, the sun would be, would spread out more. Yeah. If it was completely, if it was closer to us, I think we would have like a, uh, one we'd have i think more ocean problems with our our um tides and everything tides, yeah but because uh and, and it would completely block out the sun because right now you have like a little bit of like a ring that you can see of, of light um because even a to total eclipse you can't look at it with your bare eyes um and unless it's completely done um, i have human eyes not bare eyes yeah Ooh, yeah but that's it. I never heard of that theory, though. I mean, the only thing I heard of the Hollow Earth thing was through Godzilla and Kong. Yeah, you need to you need to listen to it. It's pretty funny too. That like the first the first one they do the Hollow Moon, which is episode three. They're like, you know how how Jesse is in that. Like he's the skeptic, right? Mm -hmm. And he like almost gets on board with some of the ideas in that one. And then they go to the Hollow Earth theory, and they're like like even uh what's his name the main guy mathis he's like this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard but we have to follow it up because we did hollow moon so they right. did that and then like 60 episodes later they're like all right this is something we have to do because it ends the trilogy i don't want to do this but we have to we're going to talk about hollow sun which is even more ridiculous than the other two and completely unbelievable but actually some of the stuff is like, like I've read books that incorporate some of the stuff that he was talking about in the hollow mm -hmm. sun theory, like sci-fi books. And um, it, it was weird to hear him talking about this, like using the sun as a like transport or using power from the sun, like refracting the light and being able to use it like a laser to completely power like generational ships and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like some, some of that stuff, I was like, man, these are like some of the books I'm reading. Yeah. Have you seen that movie, um, Sunshine? 
Eternal sh- Sunshine? No, just call it, it's called Sunshine. I don't think uh, it's so. Chris Evans in it. Basically, they're, they're, I think the sun is like dying and they got to fly like a nuclear bomb into it to restart it. Oh, I think I heard about that one. But the front of the ship is like a giant it, like heat shield. Because huh. obviously if you get close to it, you're going to burn up. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. It kind of goes into like a event horizon type thing later on of like weird things happening, which if you haven't seen event horizon, <laughs> gather the family around. <laughs> it, it is brutal. Um, so the, the last thing I have on here is something um, very, very exciting. Um, and it is literally 15 the minutes. The Giants from are house. in first place. What? That too. Um, this is 15 best minutes. record in baseball. What? Yeah. By the way, I um I got traded in MLB. It's because you suck. No, I was doing dude. I had like 200 home runs for the season. I was killing it. I was rookie of the year. All of a sudden, you know, it's all you've been traded to Boston. I'm like, what? I was in first place with the Giants, and then you sent me to last place, Boston. Yeah. So now I'm trying my hardest to like get us up to first place. And then I was like, you know, got eliminated in the division. So I'm like, well, I'm going for that wild card. I was three away. Like, man, I'm done with this game. <laughs> done, dude. I only um, played a win. And why is it that game? Like it has such a hard time saying my name. It goes now batting Tommy Hartman. But like you have like now batting the center fielder. I'm like, you said his name perfectly. Is that but- the guy from major league? It, yeah the all-state guy it is are you in good hands yeah um so wilson this is gonna be very exciting for you and i and i'm i'm really hoping that um i could uh one of these days after work do my own um exploratory research because supposedly my friend uh, we have we have that place over here called Grandview. I showed you pictures of it. It was like the Grand Canyon yeah. of the East, they yeah. call it. And it says, uh, while um, they, they, they spotted some things here recently, um, and I'm going to uh, go look for them. But I just I held it. I don't know what that, because I've heard that Bigfoot is mostly a West Coast, Oregon, Washington Right. Well, the Gimlin California, Oregon border type thing, the Patterson Gimlin film, the famous film you see was actually filmed in Bluff Creek, which is which Humboldt is around, County, Northern Humboldt California. County. Yeah. Humboldt I County it was around Redding area. It, is that near there? Yeah. It, it's okay. Northern California, Oregon, California. It's that, that, uh, forest section up there, but there is one in West Virginia, which was spotted the, around the same time with the, the Flatwoods monster. I don't know what else it's been called, um, but they said that it's been spotted around the supposed sightings of the Mothman around the same time. Now, it says uh, this is through uh, WVExplore.com, which is just the West Virginia Explorer uh, roadside attractions. But it says Bigfoot sightings have clustered in southern West Virginia, which <laughs> do they have where I live. more or less subscribers than we do? Oh, I have no idea. This is a website. I'm, I'm probably have more. Oh, it's been viewed way more times than what we've ever been listened. So um, maybe I could. Uh, All together? Oh, yeah. Just this article. Really? <laughs> wow. yeah. um, so maybe said, they're adding everything together on that, too. They, they could be. Yeah. So while recent Bigfoot sighting in southern West Virginia has gained national attention for its veracity, one investigator says it's no surprise given the number of sightings he's cataloged in 
the Southern mountains. Now I live in um, at the Appalachian mountain range, which some people say Appalachian, but I'm from California. I say Appalachian. Uh, so uh, if you ever seen the movie wrong turn, that was filmed uh, here on uh, the movie October sky was based on Colwood, which is over by me, but the movie was filmed in Pennsylvania. Now there's a movie called super eight, which was filmed up in Weirton, West Virginia, which is in the Northern little uh, sl- sliver or sliver of West Virginia. Um, but apparently there's been a bunch of sightings of Bigfoot in the new river gorge area, which is uh, the, where the, it's basically the closest state park to me, huge bridge, beautiful, just gorgeous. And it's the newest national park uh, in America. It was just deemed a natural park around the time that I moved here. Um, but this, this guy, uh, his name is, where's it at? Uh, he's an investigator. His name is Les Odell, um, says he'll attest to the trustworthiness of a recent report of an encounter in October, 2019 near Dines, just east of Nuver Gorge National Park and Preserve, though it isn't the first time he's chronicled sightings in the area. Um, so this guy goes around and he just interviews people and he kind of like, um, I guess you would say weeds out the ones that are, he knows their line or the ones that seem like they have a little bit of, uh, you know, worthiness to them. Um, and so it says, Odell says that on the heels of a much publicized encounter in adjacent Ohio that was swiftly debunked, the encounter of the Humphreys alleged is extremely exciting. Um, because she said she, uh, uh, drove from south uh, to her home in Nor- or he drove south uh, to hit from his home in northern West Virginia to interview uh, the Humphreys um, and then they said they they encountered um, a Bigfoot and I think uh, her story is right here um, this no that was an old one uh, the Humphrey encounter was corroborated by two people as opposed to one. And secondly, their stories appear to be stable in agreement. Um, and so, uh, you know, he, he, he does like a whole lot of fact checking, making sure that the people, you know, their stories line up, but there, there's some, he has three different stories here of their encounters and they're pretty interesting. So this one is from um, uh, the week of Thanksgiving year, 2013 in Fayette County. Um, nearest road is route 60. Um, I, I go through that area all the time. And the story right here says it was close to six and a half to seven foot tall, dark Brown to red hair. It had a very smushed face, almost a flat nose, very dark. And the arms stretched past its waistline. It appeared to be eating the remains of a deer, which is frightening if you were to think about it. Um, and then this one is in, um, 2000 or 1995 It was in November, um, a lot of these happened in November um, is what I'm gathering. Uh, this one uh, was cold, low 40s, County, Fayette County. Nearest town was Kanawha Falls. Um, and nearest river water source is Kanawha River. Uh, this one says, I didn't have a sighting, but heard what I believe to be vocalizations of a Bigfoot. If you repost my story, I wish, to, I, I wish my identity to remain unknown. The place was Fayette County on Cotton Hill across from the Kanawha River. The nearest community is Kanawha Falls. It was November of 95, the first week of rifle season for antler deer. I was 21 years old and had been hunting this area from the young age of eight years old. So I know what is in these woods. Anyway, a few weeks before camp was set up, the area was plentiful with deer and sign of deer. I set up camp on what is called the riverfront, went out in the morning of the opening day and hunted. I was in my spot about 30 minutes before daylight and waited as the day went on. No sign of anything, not even a chipmunk. It was about 45 minutes before dark, so I made my way back to camp. 
I get to camp, build a fire, and by now it's dusk. On a ridge above me came the most horrifying sound I've ever heard. It started out like a woman's scream and continued on into a deep guttural sound. It lasted maybe 45 seconds and it seemed to fade away. I was raised in these woods on Cotton Hill. My dad would take me there to help me help cut firewood to uh, heat our home. And we hunt that mountain and ride ATVs in the summer there. I'm 44 years old, about to turn 45 next month and have lived in this area for 42 years other than deployment to Iraq in 2003, 2005. So this guy knows where he lives. And his last story, same county, Fayette County, November, 2007. So they're all lining up with the date and the counties. It says to keep it short, I was deer hunting in the New River Gorge in Fayetteville, West Virginia. And I was in, in and it was in 2007, the week of Thanksgiving. It was evening with about two hours of daylight left. And I noticed movement about 60 yards toward the gorge from my position. I raised my gun to view the movement through the scope. After holding in position for 10 seconds or so, I saw a very large hand appear from the side of a large poplar tree. Its palm was against the tree and I saw fingers mostly. Then to my surprise, I saw a head peek from around the corner or from around the large tree and two large eyes affixed on the head of a creature I've never seen before. And I'm a hunter have been since I was eight. I'm now 38. The Bigfoot blinked twice while looking at me and then stepped back behind the tree. I viewed it for about 20 seconds while, I was, while it was looking at me. My mind just couldn't figure out what it was, and I knew it, what it wasn't. I had no desire to shoot, shoot it, and it very well could have. Why uh, not? See, that's what I always wondered. I don't I'd know why. i put one between its eyes and be that, like, look, I found, I found that would, one. That would put Here's an end the body. to it. That would put an end to it right there. Yeah. It said, I had no desire to shoot it and very well could have, but my mind and body almost seemed to be in a state of shock while viewing it. I had to cross uh, near the location on the trail out of the woods, and I was effing terrified, even with a loaded deer rifle. Forking terrified. <laughs> well paid, sir. <laughs> my hair stood on the on end. Mine couldn't do that. I'm bold. My hair stood on end when I realized that Your I would have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My 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 back hair, and I realized that I could have to uh, that I would have to go towards the location to get out of the woods. I called my uncle as soon as I got to my jeep and told him he believed me. I am very honest, man. and would never lie about this. The thing is, though, I never heard it run away or move through the leaves. And you could hear a movement from 200 or more yards off in these woods. It's like it just disappeared. I came home very shaken from the experience. And reading these stories kind of freaks me out because like uh, this morning, I'm on the highway at two in the morning and I, I get all sorts of creatures running across the road. And I was telling my wife when we were on our um, vacation, we were driving. I think I told you this, how I, how I see the two red lights in the mountain i'm like dude it's it's mothman and i told her i said see that cell tower right there that's the thing i thought was mothman well when i first got here because i saw these two red lights i couldn't figure out what it was um these things i mean i'm dude i'm just waiting i should just go there and just like you have a camera you want to hear another bigfoot story yeah. from west virginia yeah okay i got one for you tell me where it's at does it see where it's at uh aurora west virginia I'll preston county I, I gotta look that up but go okay. ahead. Hold on. Just don't look anything up until no, I tell you map, the story. Map. Oh, okay. On May 26, deputies with the Preston County Sheriff's Department received a report of two missing persons from the Snake Road area of Aurora, according to the criminal complaint. The report stated that Darren Fulmer, 31, of Rowlersburg, and a five-year-old boy were dropped off on Snake Road in Aurora to go fishing at 10 a.m. and were told to be back by the road by dark to be picked up. Um, a search party was later organized, 
but was called off at 2 a.m. the next day due to conditions being too dangerous. But Fulmer and the five-year-old boy were reported to be found walking out, according to the criminal complaint. Deputies then transported Fulmer and Preston to Memorial Hot. Fulmer and Preston. Oh, deputies then transported Fulmer and Preston Memorial Hospital, where he consented to a blood draw, which was sent off to the state police crime lab to be processed. Deputies said, when deputies spoke to spoke with one of the people who found Fulmer, she told deputies that Fulmer said he had been up for days on methamphetamine and took two Subutex before entering the woods. The witness went on to state that Fulmer told her he was tripping out all night and could hear things but did not know what they were. Fulmer also told her Bigfoot had waved at them and bears paraded for the five-year-old boy to keep him calm. Wow. That sounds like West Virginia, actually. That's actually north of me. That's that's uh, up there by Pittsburgh. So, uh, Fulmer ended up being charged with child neglect and creating risk of injury. He's being held in Tiger Valley Regional Jail. When is it? When was this? Uh, nine months ago. So, oh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that uh that West Virginia opioid oh, epidemic is uh. Yeah, it looks about like right. Yeah, it looks about like someone who would come up with a story like that. <laughs> Yeah, Bigfoot well, that's waved what... at them though, and bears paraded for the boy to keep him calm. I don't think that would keep a five-year-old calm though. He'd be like, "Why are bears dancing around right now?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I would be saying. Um, that's what came up when I said Bigfoot, West Virginia. Was that that's story? the first thing. Wow, that's what we're known for. That's freaking awesome. We gotta get better <laughs> algorithms than that, man. <laughs> Come on. First thing that pops up is some redneck West Virginian guy who's all cracked out looking at Bigfoot and bears Methed and everything. Out. Not crack. Yeah, whatever. Same Different. difference. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, like what well, this guy though, like what he did, the the investigator, he like vetted all these stories. Um it's it's pretty cool because you know, we did some hiking up in um you know it's pocahontas county really beautiful area and there's zero cell service oh, you mean cultural appropriation county okay, yes keep going yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so <laughs> that's our people though dude <laughs> we're allowed to talk about that um but this whole Just entire for my reparations right <laughs> you know, i could use that um but this whole county has like no cell service because on the, and, and we didn't get a chance to go there, but you would actually dig this. Um, I think I could use my my phone there just to take pictures, but there's no cell. Um, because on the top of this mountain, there's it's called the Green Bank Observatory. It's a giant satellite, so they have to have like an entire area with no cell service because of the interruption. So this whole county and there's nice houses. There's all. Dude, nothing, zero. My, my GPS was just a little triangle in the middle of nowhere, and the road was like three inches off to the right. I look at my wife, we're off roading right now. <laughs> and um, so I could like totally like see something like this happening in that area. It's gorgeous. It, it is very, very wooded. Like right now, um, it literally looks like a uh, like a jungle, at, like in my backyard. Like you saw pictures of my house when all the leaves were gone. It looks like a bunch of sticks in the air. It was bare. I can't even see through now. It just gets thick with stuff um, here. Oh, I saw that floating. I was like, what is that? <laughs> it was a cat hair. I saw it too. At first I was like, it's an upper. Who are you? We're here. Sp 
speak to me. I thought it was an apparition coming down or something like that. It was one of my cat hairs floating around in the light on the camera. Maybe I could find that <laughs> that little section of post. That's hilarious. But dude, if if I uh, I, mean, I think it'd be kind of cool um to like do some scouting. I know one of the things that you and I wanted to do and we never did was uh, and I'm the skeptic on this was the ghost hunting thing. Yeah. And I thought it'd have been really cool to go do that. Just I mean, if anything, for the fun of it, I'd still be scared to death. Hey, your wife broke her ankle at a haunted right. juvenile detention center. This is a true story, folks. <laughs> yeah. Outside of it, though, but still. Still on the grounds. That place is freaky. Preston Castle it mm. is a, a freaky place. I guess we have this old prison somewhere up in West Virginia that uh, you could, like, tour now. <laughs> um, but it, it's, I mean, I guess it's no different than touring Alcatraz, but I think it was also a sanitarium at one point. Um, but they, I heard they do Halloween stuff there. I'm like, sign me up and give me some huggies road trip. (laughs) I'm good to go, baby. Um, and Taco Bell, make it, make it worth my while. So, Ooh, that'd be, make sure you get like the extra large huggies for that then. Yeah. Well, I gotta wear those anyway. (laughs) I'm a big boy. You have to pay $2 extra for your huggies. (laughs) yeah i gotta go get them from kirkland signature because they'll make it the big and tall store i'm I'm like that um was was that wally with the fat baby what what oh yeah they had the the big old fat baby the fat people that ride around their chairs all the time but i remember a cartoon where it was like a big baby wearing a diaper like oh that's uh cloudy with a chance of meatballs is it okay yeah I was like, that's me, dude, right there. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, though, that's awesome, though. I mean, you just go whenever you want. Hey, if you get older, people think it's normal. So I mean, be, be careful what I wish for, right? Yeah. You're all talking to me. I'm just kind of like staring. You're all, what are you doing? You know how kids do that? Like clench their fists and they their face gets their red. Their face turns red. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in the middle of like talking. All of a sudden, hold on a second. I just whip out a magazine to start reading here. What are you doing? <laughs> And I'm just sitting there. Also, I just reach over, grab some like Glade spray or whatever, or Glad, and just spray it. I'm like, okay, what were you saying? You're all, did, did you just, just, I'm all, yeah, dude, don't worry about it, dude. I'm wearing my huggies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's where this show is gone. And on that note, <laughs> Bigfoot and Pampers. Yeah. There's the show title. There, yep. <laughs> I tried being all fancy with the last one. I said, uh, what did I name the last one? NFTs of metabolic warheads. Yeah. And then I put, huh? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't get it. Yeah. Um, but cool, man. Yeah. So that's all I have. We gotta we gotta pre- prepare for wrap a, it up. Prepare for another show. Yeah. Um, we're getting interviewed by MSNBC tonight about our um, world famous segment. They want to know how yeah. we do it. So we want to thank MSR Arms for just being cool. Is he, is he, is he, he's gone now, huh? Yeah. He's officially gone. I thought he said it was the 10th. I think it's today. Yeah. He's on the road. Ryan, if you're listening to this, safe travels, my guy. Um, We should zoom him right now. Can I do that? I don't know. (laughs) He's all driving. He's all, hey, what's up, guys? In in the uh, um, mobile command center. That was awesome. (laughs) Um, So make sure you use offer code WTH5. 
on and check out and I'm assuming he's going to have a, a lot of um, new items hopefully here pretty soon once he gets settled into his new place. Um, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm wanting a shirt bad. Um, I know. That's the one thing that I want from him. Yeah. Because I, I wear my hat all the time. I actually wear, um, what is it? I have like a, a crappy hat that I wear uh, when I work, when I go outside to yard work. This is my fancy hat right yeah. here. I got to um, get another one. I wear this one, my thin line hat. I, ha I have uh, that blue thin line hat. It was like blue in the front and mesh in the back. I wear that one. You know, I, I promote. So I like the Betty Ross. Yeah. I have a collection of hats, but nowhere near as many hats as the stallion. Oh, by the way. I don't know. I got quite a few hats now. Oh, yeah. Congrats. To honorary the cheers to the stallion. Yeah. Passing to, another academy. I know. Just showing off at this point. Yeah, we get it. You're awesome. Whatever. Or, or he's like the Walmart hire. Like they got to let the old man get through, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're being diverse at this point. <laughs> They're getting their diversity points by hiring him. Oh, look. <laughs> we got to, we, we're going to put him on janitorial duty. He's got male pattern baldness. And yeah. hey, <laughs> he's still a good looking son of a gun. Uh, for a yeah. stallion. Sure. Yeah. For a stallion. And a toy. Yeah. Can't believe I messed that up, dude. And, uh, I don't know how I ever got toy. Uh, doesn't whatever. matter now. It's just the stallion. It, it, it stuck. Yeah. I still call him that. Every single time I, I see him message me, for some reason, I don't even think of his real name. I just think of Toy Stallion now. It's kind of weird. It's yeah. like you. It's like you're Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're it. not. You're, 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 I you're, actually changed my name. That's it. You're, you're, you're Wilson Wilson, like from yeah. Home Improvement. Yeah. You're not Benjamin Wilson. Oh my gosh, who turned on the robot vacuum? <laughs> DJ Roomba? Yeah. Oh gosh. I and remember. They couldn't use the quiet one. They had to use a stupid Roomba. I remember I was at your house and I was really wanting to get one. And your wife was like, oh, you got to get it. This one's so cool. It like does all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I went back home. I won't tell my wife, like, we should get one of these. Then I looked at the price of them. I'm like, hmm, I don't vacuum. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of cool to look at. What am we I hearing? Two. What am I hearing? Are you cracking open another brew? Yeah. <laughs> I'm preparing for the next show. Oh, well, you know, two beers and cheers on that. Oh, this is yeah. for episode 75. I got you. We do back yeah. to backs. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And Thin Line Brewing, check them out. They're doing, um, I think they're doing trivia again. They have a new uh, um, sour. I think that just came out or can't, uh, yeah, it was a, a crush. They do Ooh, these they, little. Did I? tell you they have slushies that's what i was about to say are they in those little packages those little packets yeah yeah Dude. but i tried them uh -huh. and i was like i looked at her and i was like this is a frozen tommy girl and she just started <laughs> laughing like you it doesn't taste like alcohol but it's five and a half percent they're Dude. wonderful and they're ice cold it's it's like like the perfect thing was like 100 degrees outside i wonder if she could like just melt me one melted and i just refreeze it Maybe. Or you can. We'll do we'll do little swappies. Swappies? Swappies. I never ate at swappies. No, little swaps. You know, like, you know, I mail you a beer and you mail me a slushie. <laughs> Tommy girl. I'm a man's man, baby. Um, What's inside of this package, Tommy girl? He said package. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, girl. You have my consent. We should have named it. Should name it to, yeah. We should name it Tommy girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What are you drinking? Hey girl. Hey girl. No, I'm at. What are you drinking? Hey girl. Hey girl. 
you gotta say it like that so when you go to order it you gotta sound like a tool yeah i'll take i'll I'll take the uh um havoc and the uh hey girl hey girl (laughs) all creepy um so you can hear us on spotify apple Podcasts, podbean amazon google play pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts uh you know if you like the show leave us some good five stars and a review helps us out a little bit like it just send us an email don't leave a review Leave your name though, and then your address, so we could dox you. Um, socialist media, Swat Facebook, em. Instagram. Yes, yeah, SWAT. Em. <laughs> wow, that's what we've, you know, fallen to is uh, swatting our listeners. Um, YouTube, Untapped, where all the beer reviews are, and those amazing pictures Wilson takes of the Wilson compound in the background. You'll never know where it's at because it is in a top secret place. Um. And you could contact us uh, through, you could either call us or text us at 916-259-3030 or email us at therealwthshow at gmail.com. And I think that's all I have, my guy. Yep, yep. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, Jay. I will talk to you then or I will talk to you in about 10 minutes when we do the next show. Stop it! <laughs> Jobin? <laughs> I thought you were going to stop earlier. <laughs> We're keeping it. Uh.